All right. Hello there, life-changing coaches. Y'all, starting a business is hard, and it is critical to realize that everything you do during your journey to the first 100K is being done by you for the first time. So every single thing you do always feels scary and hard. Today, I want to give you a gift. Let's review the biggest issues you will face as you get your business going. So last weekend, no, 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 a couple weekends ago, it was last weekend. <laughs> so not last weekend, but the weekend before, May 13th and 14th, I did the fitness business kickstart. I had a group of amazing business builders, so smart, so motivated, so entrepreneurial, so resourceful. And they came in and I coached them for two days and I gave them everything that they need. They put their programs together. They got their pricing in line. They started to understand marketing. They got the lessons on sales that they needed to get in order to start bringing in clients. And every time I do the Kickstart Weekend, I kind of get these two distinct types of coaches that emerge. So there's the first one, and that's the one who is going to kind of continue to place tasks and hurdles between themselves and the business that they want to build. So they leave the kickstart saying things like, it takes money to make money, or I need a website first, or um, I'm going to go uh, save money until I can invest in having a marketing funnel created. They'll do all these things, then they'll, they'll like... They've got everything that they need inside of them already to put this program in place and start making money with it. But instead of doing that, they'll put these hurdles in place. And then you've got this second group who hear what I have to say, internalize the idea that they really do have all of the tools that they need, and they move forward despite any perceived obstacles that might be in their way. So of these two types of Kickstarters, of course, who do you think made thousands of dollars last week and in the following week following the Kickstart? It was the ones who moved forward despite the perceived obstacles. Because the truth is there will always be a reason not to move forward. The work for us as business builders is to figure out which reasons are real and which are coming from fear. The fear of failure, the fear of success, the fear of all the things that you're going to have to do for the first time on your road to your first $100,000. I wanna help you recognize and dispel the most common and most harmful myths that keep us from moving our businesses forward. So here's the question I've got for you today, and I want you to give me the answer in the comments along with a hashtag live or a hashtag replay so I know whether you're here with me live, whether you're here with me in the replay. Has anyone ever told you that it takes money to make money or that you have to give away your best stuff for free before you can sell anything.
Have you guys ever heard that? Has that ever been something that held you back from building your business? Give me a little hashtag live, a little hashtag replay, and give me the answer to that question. Has anyone ever told you that it takes money to make money? And or have they told you that you have to give away your best stuff for free before you can sell anything? And did you believe them? Did it keep you from actually moving forward in your business building? All right. So this is the Fit Pros Business Show for professional fitness and health coaches. I'm Kelly Coulter. I led a dual career in fitness and in marketing for 20 years. Since I left the corporate world, I have helped thousands of fit pros bootstrap businesses quickly without all the drama while creating a profit from day one. My mission is simple. As pros, I believe we all have a unique mix of experiences, expertise, and personality that makes us perfect to serve our own unique specific audience. And it is my mission to help you find and serve that unique specific audience. I want you to serve clients that you love working with and make real money doing it. That's why I give away my step-by-step method on how to get your first clients and how to get your next clients right now. And that's what we were talking about when we talked about the kickstart last week and how some people move forward and some people still see obstacles. This show is where I empower you to I empower you by teaching you the tools and skills that give you choices in your career. So are you ready to make more impact? Let's get started. So the first thing I want to talk about, y'all, is the idea of bootstrapping. So if you've ever heard of bootstrapping, and you know, I talk about it all the time. I'm very passionate. I'm a big believer in bootstrapping for a few reasons. So I'm going to go through a little bit about that right now. So the first thing I want to say is that most of us are bootstrapping our businesses. And for most of us, bootstrapping is a necessary evil. So fitness instructors, personal trainers, a lot of us are coming out of a career or we're still in a career where we weren't making a ton of money. And um, we were kind of at the bottom of the food chain in the fitness industry. And we didn't have anything kind of saved up and off to the side in order to start a business. So then we're launched into this position either by COVID or um, by just forces in the world. And we need to start a direct-to-consumer business, or we want to. We have wanted to for forever, and we need to figure out how to make it happen. So bootstrapping is the way for a lot of us because there's not going to be an upfront investment. You're not taking out a second mortgage. You're not going to cash in your retirement. You're not going to ask the in-laws for $25,000, $50,000, $100,000, whatever. Bootstrapping means that you eat what you kill. And it means that you are using the money that the business makes to fund the growth of the business as well as to compensate yourself. The fact that most of us are bootstrapping out of necessity is actually a good thing because it forces your business model to prove itself with sales before you cement your ideas. So before you, let me say it this way, 
if you have an investment, let's say you had an investor come in and invest $100,000 in your business, or let's say you, um, I don't know, sold a house during COVID and you, you made some money and you're going to use that to start your business. What will happen often is that this beginning business builder will go out and say, okay, I need branding. I need tech and I need um, this long runway during which time I'm going to nurture my audience. So they they tell themselves all these things while they're kind of burning through that investment money. And then what happens is that they develop a product in a vacuum. So <clears throat> I've had people leave the kickstart and go out and invest months and years into putting videos in the can and having a website created. So it's that kind of thing, like where you're developing your product before you're actually working with paid clients. And invariable, and by the way, that is not what I teach in the Kickstart. That is the absolute opposite of what I teach in the Kickstart. But invariably, what happens when people do that is that they end up launching finally at some point. And it gets scarier and scarier the longer of that runway that you give yourself. So if you gave yourself six months and you put all of this, um, all of these videos in the can and you invested like $25,000 in a, a website and all of those good things, what happens is you get closer to launching and you start putting more and more obstacles in front of yourself because it gets scarier and scarier. So you're developing this whole product and you're developing your marketing and you're developing your branding and your tech and you're not working with paying customers. So now you're putting videos in the can and you're doing all the thing and nobody is working. You're not working with anybody. So you have no idea whether what you're developing is actually what your people need. You have no idea what their real problems are. You have no idea how they talk about them. You have no idea whether or not your product is actually going to sell because you're not selling it. And I know this sounds like a catch-22, but this is why I love bootstrapping because it forces you to get in contact with paying customers and start coaching them. The best way to become a great coach is to coach not to spend six months putting videos in the can, not to spend six months developing a website and a visual brand. So I love bootstrapping because it causes you to prove your business model with sales while you're cementing your ideas. It allows you to get to know and understand your market as you are iterating on product development. Because once you know your market, like the back of your hand, once you know how they talk about their problems and how they look at things and what they see as obstacles and where they stumble in the process, now you can iterate on product development and then you can leverage your understanding of your market into messages that scale. So a bootstrap business, like the ones you and I are creating, is very different from a big box gym or a facility. So a big box gym comes to town. They are actually more different from your business than they are similar. I've had a lot of people say, 
why should I start a direct-to-consumer business when Planet Fitness is charging 13 bucks a month or people can go online and get Beachbody On Demand for 13 bucks a month? Those big businesses are actually more different from your business than they are similar. And I'm going to give you just one specific way that they're more different than they are similar right now. Many, most, all of those big boxes are actually set up to operate at a loss for months or even years before they are profitable. So Planet Fitness comes to town. They weren't in your town before and they set up shop and they start selling and you're driving by and you're like, the parking lot is empty. How is this place making money, right? They can operate at a loss. They do not have to make money for months or even years. And the company is expecting that to happen. So what that means, I'm coming to a point here, I promise. What that means is that the way they market themselves is very different from the way you are going to market yourself. Their marketing departments, they've got a whole department, right? And the marketing department is worried about things like brand perception and visual congruency. The pressure that they feel is not financial. The pressure that they feel is to win advertising awards or to please members of the board. They can afford to think about things like vanity metrics. They can worry about how many Facebook followers they have, how many likes a certain reel got. Because their priorities are in order, in order. This is the priority of a marketing department. Remember, I have a 20-year career in marketing. Aesthetics, how things look. Inventiveness, how original are the things that they do. Awards, are they going to be able to submit these for marketing awards and go to the big marketing galas and win marketing um, trophies? Brand building, how recognizable is the brand mark? How recognizable is the brand message? And then after all of that, sales. Hmm. It'd be nice if we made some sales, right? (laughs) They can operate as a loss, so they can build this huge machine, and sales is only a small piece of what they do. That is very different than you as a business builder. Your priority is sales, period, end of story, number one, number two, number three, number 10. Your priority is sales. You live and die by cash flow. So that brings me to the first big myth that keeps us from building our businesses. And that myth is the branding myth. When you're starting your business, what people will tell you or sell you is that you need a logo, you need a color scheme, you need a visually pleasing social media presence, you need congruency, you need brand awareness, right? (laughs) Because that's what the big guys are doing. The truth is you don't want to put a big investment into visual brand before you have served clients because you 
don't need a hundred thousand subscribers in order to make a living. You need more like a hundred, maybe 200. So you need a small niche audience who really knows you and feels connected to you. You are going to learn so much as you create your first $100,000 and you are likely going to want to change your brand six months from now. So there's no reason to invest in visual brand right now knowing that in six months you're going to want to change that brand. There's no reason for you to brainstorm with your friends for hours and days about your company name. My company is named Kelly Coulter and Associates. <laughs> that is the technical name <laughs> registered with the state for my company. Do not let your lack of visual brand be the reason you do not build your business. You do not need a visual brand right now. You do not want a visual brand right now because you do not know enough about what you're going to be doing with your audience to inform what you need to actually make that visual brand look like. And I want to say something else. I didn't put this in my notes, but it's really important. A lot of times we go out and we pay a graphic designer or a branding firm to do a friggin' great bang up job on this wonderful brand for us. And then we end up with a great color scheme and a great logo. And it represents everything about the people that we think we want to serve. But it ends up making us look like a big company. And so now people are seeing our social media posts and they're seeing our emails and they think that you are a team of 10. They think that you have like a dedicated graphic designer and a dedicated marketing team because that's how much, how professional your brand looks. And it can actually work against you because if they were looking to just work with you or if they were looking to have a coach who is an individual and then you make yourself look like a big company, it can actually work against you. All right, so I want to move on to number two. So number one was the branding myth. Number two is the tech myth. Tech, T-E-C-K. Tech myth is very similar to the branding myth. People will tell you or sell you, you need a website. You need an established social media presence. You need a marketing funnel with a lead magnet. You need the right delivery platform. You need search engine optimization. You need Google or Facebook ads. Huh. Here's my favorite. You need an app. Y'all, I see that ad on social media all the time where they're like, are you building a fitness business? You don't need to, um, what, how does it go? It's like, are you building a fitness business? And then they say, you have to have an app. And then they have like one of their people come on and say, oh, my app is all of these things. And my app is the reason that my company is doing so well. Y'all, nobody is coming to your app until you've made a relationship with them. An app in and of itself is not going to sell your fitness product. The truth is that you can take payment via PayPal or Venmo. You can deliver via Zoom or in person. You can deliver workouts on any of a thousand platforms that are easily set up in an afternoon. Do not let a lack of a website or an email system or a marketing funnel 
keep you from serving the clients who want to work with you. Websites and apps only transact after you have made the relationship, made a sale, and send your clients there to complete the transaction. I do not believe, I'm thinking about all of my accelerators right now. You know, in my business, the thing that makes money is the accelerator. And I can't think of one accelerator that purchased that program without having an actual conversation with me. There's not one. I've had over a hundred come through. There is not one that purchased without having a conversation with me. So the truth is that the sales are made through relationships, not through the development of a website. I'll just say one more thing about that. When I was in the marketing world before I before I started coaching, I was in corporate, then I left corporate and I had my own marketing agency. And I would work with small businesses all the time who would come to me and they would have me build a website. And their unspoken expectation was that this website was going to be the thing that like saved their company or catapulted their company into the stratosphere. And they couldn't understand why they didn't have any more sales after they built this website. And it's the same kind of thing. Websites in and of themselves do not do anything for your business. People do not find them on your own. You still have to be out there creating relationships and sending people to the website. Okay, so let me know if you've got questions on that. The third and final point, the third and final myth is the nurturing myth. This is the whole, you have to give all your best stuff away for free before you can make an offer thing. What people will tell you or sell you is that you have to give all your stuff about away for free. You have to build credibility. You have to become the experts in people people's minds. And in our brains, what we do is we turn that around and we put like a time on it. So we think, oh, I have to build credibility for three months. I have to build credibility for six months. I have to be out there nurturing an audience and doing the things. And they're not just going to see me as the expert right away. The truth is that you can position yourself as an expert in one or two sessions. You do not need to nurture for three months or six months. You guys see me and you see me coming here every week and you knew within the first couple of minutes of listening to me talk whether or not I was your girl, whether or not you were picking up what I was laying down. You do not need to position yourself for a long time in order for people to see you as the expert. You guys know I know my stuff, and you knew that from the beginning. The truth is that you need to be making offers from the very beginning. If you don't, a lot of times what will happen is you'll be nurturing your people, you'll be giving all your stuff away for free, and they start to see you as the free person. Then the first time you go to make a sale, the first time you go out there and you start to make an offer to them, they will be mad at you. 
because they, what you're presenting to them now does not, is not congruent with what you have presented to them in the past and they don't understand the discrepancy. So they will actually be mad at you for coming out and trying to make an offer to them. I've seen it happen time and time again. So do not get stuck stuck in the rabbit hole of nurturing and nurturing and nurturing without making a sale. All right, y'all. So the three main points that I made today, the three myths that we believe and that, that keep us from building our business are the branding myth. You do not need a big visual brand before you start making sales. Start serving your clients now. Start becoming an excellent coach and start understanding your market now. The second one was the tech myth. The idea that you have to have a website that is perfect, a um, an email funnel that is perfect, a lead magnet that is perfect, a um, marketing funnel that is perfect. The truth is, oh, a visually congruent and um, mature social media presence. The truth is all of those things will come and you do not need them in order to start making sales. And the third one was the nurturing myth. The idea that you have to go out and give all your best stuff away for free and you have to position yourself as an expert over a long period of time before you can make an offer to your audience. The truth is you need to be in conversation with the people who are right for your program every single day along the way. And you need to be making offers to the ones you want to work with. It also means that you need to be talking about your program every time you go on live, every time you make a social media post, or at least some of the times that you make a social media post. They need to know that you have a paid program. All right. So. That's what I've got for you today. Let me tell you this before we break out of here. Thursday on Instagram Live, I'm going to be here with Suzelle Snowden. She is the founder and CEO of Fit Bodies Travel. We're going to be talking about creating your own fitness retreat with Fit Bodies Travel. This is actually a process that I'm in process with right now. I'm working with them to create my in-person retreat for you guys this fall. So we had talked about Charleston. Charleston did not work out. The way that um, conferences are running right now is really hard because a lot of cancellations have happened over the last few years. That was not going to be an option, but this is going to be an even better option. So we're looking at Club Med in Port St. Lucie. We're looking for some dates from them right now, and that will be our first in-person retreat in the fall. So Come on Instagram on Thursday, three o'clock, and listen to Suzelle talk live about their new service around creating your own fitness retreat. So if you've had a dream of wanting to do a yoga retreat or a Pilates retreat or a, um, a Zumba retreat, it can now happen through Fit Body Travel. All right. Last thing I want to tell you, I have opened up another round of the Kickstart Weekend. So the Kickstart Weekend happened May 13th and 14th. I wasn't sure when I was going to do it again. I picked one more date that I'm going to do it before I take some time off in July and August. 
And that date is going to be June 11th and 12th. So just three weeks from now, two and a half weeks from now, we will be doing the kickstart again. The kickstart is where I coach you for two days. Listen to this. Listen to this. You get registered. You are invited to have a one-on-one call with me or a member of my team before the kickstart. So I'm going to start giving you pre-kickstart coaching. Then we do the kickstart for two days. You're going to get your offer clear. You're going to get your pricing clear. You're going to get all the things that you need to actually make sales. The goal is I want you to make five sales that week. I want you to have actually five clients come into your program in that week. I want you to have 10 sales in the next month or so. So that's what I'm teaching in the Kickstart weekend. It's going to happen June 11th and 12th, and you go to fitprosconnect.com slash kickstart to get registered for that. So that's fitprosconnect.com slash kickstart to get registered for that. I want every single person who is watching me live or in the replay to get registered. That program is killer. All of my Kickstarters who have taken it in the past, all of my boot campers, get in here. Let everyone know in the comments how fire that program has been for you. All right. So I would love to hear what you think. Please comment and contribute to the conversation. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe. If you're watching on Facebook, make sure you're in the Grow Your Fitness Business for Instructors, Trainers, and Coaches group. That's where we network support and train. And I can't wait to support you there. And no matter if you are watching or listening, I have a favor to ask. Please go to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, whichever is your favorite, and leave a review for the podcast. Every week, I take the audio from the Fit Pros Business show that I do live here on Facebook, and I publish it as a podcast. And your reviews of that podcast really help the quick wins that I deliver to land in the hands of other fit pros like you who can really benefit from the information and advice. So by leaving a review, you're actually helping me, you're helping yourselves, and you're helping the colleagues in the industry. I appreciate you, and I will see you on Thursday on Instagram.